This is an ABC podcast. Hello, I'm Fiona Pepper and this is Fictions. For a young Indigenous mother, an ugly incident at a football game has meant time in jail and a lifetime ban from her son's footy matches. Now she wants the ban lifted. But Jane, the injured party, isn't backing down. Mediation is a last attempt at forging a mutual agreement between the mothers. And we quickly learn that we haven't heard the full story. Here's the final episode of our single-room series, Banned, by Barbara Hostelek. I want your name to not be spoken in my house anymore. I want things to be the way they were. I want my kids to be safe. I want to be... Apologies for tardiness. Why they close half the freeway for roadworks during peak hour is beyond me. Traffic backed up forever, tempers getting frayed. I haven't seen so much use of the bird since my college years. Hello. Jane, yes? Yes. Thanks for coming, Jane. It's a generous move on your part. My motivation has little to do with generosity. Ah. I felt that if I didn't turn up, there would be a sense that I didn't care. I didn't want my footy club to be flooded with waves of white guilt. And I don't want them to reverse the decision. I don't follow. Everyone's reconcile this, reconcile that, and sometimes it's inappropriate. I have to disagree. Because you want to be politically correct. Because I believe in reconciliation. You think all of them are keen on reconciliation? I believe it's something, as fellow human beings, we should all strive for. Well, I believe there are times when punishment is the only solution. Let's see if we can find a road that we're all happy with today, eh? Have they asked you to try to talk me around? Sorry? They want to keep their player happy, so you've been told to help him and to get me to back down. No, absolutely not. But of course, if there's no one here to give the other argument, then there's nothing to back down from. Jane, no, you need to... No, it's simple, really. Today's a bit like a footy match. It's about sportsmanship. If your opponent doesn't show, then the game is a forfeit. The win goes to the one who bothered to show. Who's to say she won't show up? Well, I'm here, so that if she does show... I'm part of the process and people who make decisions won't sweep it all under the carpet and reverse the decision. It's after 9.30. She's late by, well, by by several minutes. She's not going to show, but just in case she does, I'm here, ready to throw my two bobs worth in so that Football Australia doesn't just feel it can kill the fatted calf. Kill the fatted calf? Forgive and forget. I absolutely agree. Today is a bit like a football match, so I need you to be a good sport and play the game as part of the team. The team is currently lacking a key player, Connor. Let's work together in the spirit of fair play, eh? I'm calling it she's going to forfeit. A wee bit early to call it, I think. May I offer you some advice? Just a wee bit for when things kick off. Fine. In my eyes, in here today, You're both equal, and you each have important things to say, so... Oh, thanks for your help, Stan. Shit. And here I am. You can hold the applause. Mika? Yes, that's right. This place, it's a bloody maze, walking round and round like a lost pup, right up until that security bloke Stan led me in the right direction. You, Connor? That's right. Pleased to meet you, Connor. 
And now we're all here. You know, Jane... Can I take my jumper off? My cousin lent it to me, but it's itching like hell. And go right ahead. It's not diseased or nothing, missus. My allergies flare up sometimes. Something to do with the materials you white fellas brought with you. Ah. And, yeah, I know her. Hello, missus. Mrs Smith. OK, if I take this seat, missus? Smith, and that that's not a... Ah, uh, no, if I sit there, you'll be squinting with the light, eh? Maybe this one's OK with you, Mrs Smith. This is important, you know. It's very serious. I know. I only come into this rat's nest city for something important, like watching my son play footy. I'm surprised you're here, actually. I was saying to... Yes. All right. Let's begin with the ground rules. I got them ground rules here in my bag. Ah. One. One voice at all times. Two. To use names. Three. Don't blame, attack, or engage in put-downs. Thank you, Mika. Let's talk about that one for a moment, eh? In this room, we must treat each other with respect. If this isn't happening, I'm going to pull up hard on the reins, get things back on track, clickety-clack. You might feel a pinch in the corner of your mouth. Well, then I'm sorry, but as mediator, I have the authority to pull on those reins. You signed the forms and sent them back. You also agreed to abide by the terms of conduct. To keep things moving along, tickety-boo at a gallop, nice and organised, like. I've never believed the horse likes being ridden. If it's biting at the bit or wants to bolt, the beast should be free to run. Good, Jane. That raises another important boundary, that as mediator, I must keep the discussion on track and clear. Connor, I agree. Set them horses free. I'm allergic to them ever since I was a kid. Now, Mika, you don't need to do that either. Do what? It's good to find a point of agreement, but don't feel you have to agree on all points. (laughs) As if that was possible. (sighs) What I was clarifying is that there's no need for superficial harmony. You're both entitled to have a difference of opinion, but you are, of course, required to express it respectfully. Look, all I'm saying is I'm not into horses. As I told you, I break out in hives, can't breathe, and my eyes go Popeye like those Siamese fighting fish. That's it. That's the look from that date. That's exactly what she was doing right before she started physically and verbally assaulting me, my kids and my husband. All right, Jane. Those exact same bulgy little eyes, pointy little fists. Jane, we don't throw insults around in this room. It will only provoke further conflict, not lead to negotiation and bipartisan problem solving. Whoa, hold up. I'm not into that bi-party sex. Bipartisan. Bi-party sex, eh? I'm as straight as they come. Bipartisan. <sighs> Very funny. Right. Back to the formalities. Uh, yes, please. Now, the applicant is Mika. Yes, sir. That's not her name. Yes, but I see on the paperwork Mika requested that her birth name, Alexandra Mary, not be used. That's right. It's my white fella name, not who I am. Jane, are we agreed Alexandra Mary is not to be used in here? You can change your name all you want, but you still did it. So, Mika. Mika Court. Fascinating. Which language group? Wajak, Baladong. Ah, Wadruk, Baladon. Baladon. They're my family ties. Baladon. I once met a fine young teacher from around near Katakichwe, taught me a few Noongar words. Though, as you hear, my pronunciation isn't perfect. At least you're giving it a go. Katakich, eh? Yes. That's Wave Rockway, Jane. (sighs) 
Myself and a group of other white fellows were very fortunate to go out there with elders and see the Namur holes. What on earth are Namur holes and why on earth are we talking about them? Sacred cavities in rocks. I don't care about Namur holes. It's a spiritual place. Oh yes, completely. It was incredible atmosphere there, incredible. Nobody wanted to speak too loudly. Everybody whispering. Yeah, so peaceful. So peaceful. Right we are then. Mika Cortides and Jane Smith. Yes, still here. My father's side have a line of Smith tracing back to the east of Durham. Smith is my married name. So perhaps I'm related to your husband, <laughs> somewhere along the line of Smiths. But that won't sway me in this room. I've got Smiths in my family too. Reggie's mob out Tamanway. Not all Smiths are related. And I'm Connor Richards, but Connor's fine. And I don't bite. Well, maybe an occasional nibble. <laughs> <sighs> so... Let's proceed. You've read the paperwork, you know the mediation process, so you know what to expect, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you'll act in good faith and adhere to the required code of conduct? I certainly will. Knowing this one's volatility, I'll be keeping a fair distance. <sighs> now, I was asked by Football Australia to resolve this issue, and I'm telling you what I told them. The outcome is up to you. A ban on all football attendance was imposed on Mika, and they don't normally reverse a banning decision. But in these particular circumstances, where a mother is stopped from seeing her son... Because she physically is... Yes, Jane, just hold your horses. They are asking you, Jane, to consider what this ban means and to examine your feelings about it, because, of course, your feelings must be taken into account. That is why I'm here, to make sure that they are. Of course. Mika, now, your son, Bert... Norbert... Norbert, wrote to Football Australia and asked if there was any possibility of the decision being reconsidered. This is what I was getting at before, Connor. Her getting preferential treatment just because her son is top of the game. You two talked before. You've already put your two cents in, Mrs. You were late. Fat chance I'd get a fair go. <sighs> I knew I wouldn't get a look in once you started. I knew this was a setup. A setup? I am the victim here. Now, ladies, don't make me put my foot down so early. You got some nerve, Connor. You were talking to her earlier, and now you're telling me to stop talking. I am more than happy for you to converse. That's why we're here, Mika. But can we not be combatant? Combatant. Aggressive, it means ready to fight. I know what it means. I'm pretty good with English, even though it's my second language. <sighs> Second language. What, you reckon blackfellas talked in English before you whitefellas came? <sighs> the original decision is the right decision. No need for it to be reversed. Seems to me you two been chatting and making decisions before I got in here. No, Mika. No decisions were made without you present. Says you. Listen, Norbert's done nothing wrong. He puts himself out there for the love of the game. He wants me there to watch him in the final. It's that simple. No, it is not that simple. I knew she'd try to minimise what she did. I knew it would all be about her. My son, the footy star, woe is me, not being able to see him play. I knew it. Everybody, take a breath. <laughs> I see myself as a boxing referee. <laughs> if the argument is too heated and ugly, fighters back your corners. Things get below the belt, insults and nasty comments that hurt the core of who you are. I will ring the bell. Ding, ding. Yawn, where were you on match day? You could have stopped this whole thing from happening then, Anna. This isn't going to work. <laughs> There's nothing funny about gratuitous violence. Why don't you just loosen up a bit, Mrs? Smith. My name is Mrs Smith. Maybe I'd loosen up if you'd stop being so loose with your tongue. I'm trying to lighten things up. Well, this isn't a time to joke. I'm not joking. I'm trying to be friendly. You're a bully. Bully? 
Excuse me? A bully? And your warrer. What the hell is that? Whoa, whoa. All right now, ladies, I'm reining you in here. My boy begged me to come. I'm not expecting a change in the decision. You got that right. Shh. I know what I've done, missus. I'm here in good faith, in borrowed clothes, giving me a rash, trying, trying to sort this out. Oh, please, somebody hand me a violin. Jen, that's uncalled for. I'm a good person. I want to be a good mum. And I want to watch my son play in the finals. Well, you forfeited that right with how you behaved. Enough, both of you. When I was asked to work with you two, I thought, what an interesting prospect. Women leading from the front, willing to work through a difficult situation. Neither party's winners or losers. A stark contrast to a football match. What a lot of men could learn from women, I thought, having to sit down and listen. Maybe I was wrong. Haven't learned to think, seen it all before. I call it the cavemen with clubs mentality. Bam, take that. Bam, you take that. Bam, you take that. The wounds are raw, Connor. It's been months since the court proceedings. Well, that's like yesterday for me. You're telling me. Seemingly, you're both still very much affected by that day. Too bloody right. My whole family is affected. Anna, try living in a small country town. Anything anybody does, everybody knows about. Family? They're all your family in that town, I bet. That's not true. All your family saying you showed them white people good and proper. No, that's not the way. Oh, I can see it now. Hey, Mika, you want me to call in on that white family that you took to court? That's stupid. Them sitting around saying we'll show that white family. You're paranoid, missus. My family give me shit for what I did. By the time I got back home, I'd been judged, strung up and dropped. Grrr. Annie Ursula was proper warra. You know why I carry these little brown rocks, Mika? For people like you. Oh, yeah, right. It's true, missus. And if you think otherwise, you're cardi and you need to see a head doctor. <clears throat> I wonder if you could both think about what it must have been like for the other person after the incident. Assault, Connor. The word is assault. Put yourself in each other's shoes. Try to feel what they were dealing with that day. Can either of you imagine the other person's position? Put it in words? Nothing? No? Quiet as an empty church. Quiet as a full morgue. Quiet as a failed mediation room. You both agreed to come here and talk through the issue. To confirm the punishment. So you don't think the punishment has been served, Jane? She wants me punished for the rest of my life. Yes. But it's not fair that my son gets punished just because he's my son. Oh, please. It's true, Mrs. OK, OK. You have a son, don't you, Jen? You know I do. And a daughter? Yes. They're in what year at school? Ebony's in year five, Robert's in year seven. <laughs> I remember when my kids were that age. My daughter Claire loved horses. Ebony stopped ballet and tennis. Her interests changed? Her father wanted her to be able to defend herself after... After... Now it's kickboxing classes three days a week. She's little, but not soft. <laughs> Formidable. Like her mum, maybe. Robert plays drums. He's got a little band. Not very good, but they play for school assembly. They sound like good kids. There's no music. Just a whole lot of crashing and banging on the drum kit. The forbearance of a parent. Mothers in particular. My kids idolise their father. Do everything he says. Yeah, noticed that. Great role model. What? <laughs> ah, now, Mika, that raises something I wanted to talk to you about. But they still need me. When's dinner? Where's my shirt? Where are you going? Who are you going to see? Mothers are high-status people. <laughs> T 
tired people. We waited for them for a very long time, so they're very precious and we... We wanted to do the best for them. Excuse me, I have to, um, the... Oh, I think I'm going to be sick. Jen? Probably best to give her a bit of space, eh? Uh, probably. Miko? What happened? There's a lot going on. She seems a bit winyard. Not today. That day, the footy. Maybe you better go check on her, eh? I will. But I want you to remind Jane about exactly what happened that day. Seems she's already got her memories of it. I spoke to Norbert yesterday. You spoke to him? I did. I didn't know. I wanted to clarify a few of his statements which he alluded to in his letter to Football Australia, things that didn't come out in court. I thought if I met him, I could understand more about the circumstances surrounding the incident. Oh, yeah? What did he say? He filled in some of the gaps, not recorded on paper. Is that right? He's a good son. You told me you've always been a strict but fair parent, that what you did was out of character. Yep, that's right. Norbert told me what pushed you over the edge. He shouldn't have said anything. Well, he did, and I want you to tell Jane what happened. She was there. She knows what happened. I don't want to repeat it. If you don't, nothing is going to change. You know, if you had said what really happened, Jane's husband would have been banned too. You reckon? Jane. You okay? How much longer will this take, Connor? I got some barley sugar here. My son uses them before big games to calm his belly. Here we go. Connor. Can we just get on with it? Uh, not for me. Mrs? No, I, I don't want any barley sugar. Connor, can we get on with it? I have an appointment with the school's principal. Like I said. And I can't be late. They'll call their father, then I'll have to answer 300 questions about where I've been and what I've been doing. Mika, tell us what happened at the footy that day. Two huge cops dragged me out of the footy. She was totally out of control. Her husband's yelling stuff at me. She spat at my kids. Jumping and flapping his arms around and pointing. OK, OK. Let's take a step back. Mika, how did you end up in the middle of the opposition crowd? Lost my ticket. Didn't want to miss out, so had to buy one and ended up there. Uh-huh. And then? She went nuts. Jen, please, you'll get your turn. Well, she did. Mika? Her team starts to lose and her husband's yelling and puffing his chest out. Irrelevant. What sort of things was he yelling? Completely irrelevant. Mika? Things about Norbert. What she did was a lot worse. I promise I'll get to you, Jane. What things, Mika? Things I don't want to say. She spat on my kids. About him being Aboriginal. Racist comments? Very nasty stuff. Do you remember this, Jane? What? Do you remember your husband using racist language? Um, um, he called him? I don't even want to say it. Well, that's not what we're here to discuss. So you're saying he did? It's a footy game. People get excited. Mothers stick up for their kids. Exactly. Mothers stick up for their kids. I was right there. I could hear it. I could see it. 
you and your families carry on. It was very hateful. And this was in front of your kids, Jane, Ebony and Robert? Them kids started to act out what he was saying. They did what? You know, scratching under their arms and making noises. She spat on my kids. Yes, I did. I spat on her kids. I spat on your kids. And that's not right. So, let's just leave that for a moment. Mika, what happened after you were taken out of the footy stand? Two coppers the size of Everest lifted me off the ground like a sack of potatoes. Elbows up to my ear holes. Well, that's how you make people listen. Jane, one voice at a time. Then I get plonked in the back of a paddy van. My knee starts pissing blood. They slam the door and next minute I'm at the lockup. And in the lockup? For my own safety, I'm put in a padded cell. Right. I say, I don't need to go in there. It's for your own good, they say, so I start pushing against them. Pushing? You assaulted a police officer. Mrs, if your husband hadn't been an asshole that day, I wouldn't be here. And if you'd never come to the football, we'd never have crossed paths. And I wouldn't have a job, eh? And that would be a good thing. Mrs, you still don't have a clue. I never said I didn't do it. You got off scot-free. You ever been locked up? What? Ever been in police custody? Don't be ridiculous. Any of your family been locked up? Have you ever felt trapped? Well, I hadn't till that day. And it won't be anything I'll be signing up for again. Aye. We all feel helpless when our destiny is no longer in our own hands. We all want to protect our children, don't we? I got one son. That's why I'm here. To make this right for him. Sons are the anchors of a mother's life. Sophocles? <laughs> Poster at my local fish and chip shop. Where's your scars? What? Show me them. Scars? The ones I gave you, where are they? <laughs> You're kidding, right? Show me. Show? Your scars from that day. They can't be seen. Right. But they're there. That's right. Yes. That's exactly right, Mrs Smith. I know all about them scars. All us mob do. Oh, my God. Now you're going to try to make me feel guilty for being white. I don't care what colour you are, woman. I want you to see you're a person like me. And I'm a person like you. We both have them scars. Jane? I'm not disagreeing. Nothing I can say will ever be enough. Amika is trying hard here. I know. Yeah, this... It's hard. I can hear that. Talking? This truth? Real uncomfortable. Jane, I had to forgive myself to face you. Mika... I'm not asking you to forget what I'd done. Mika, there's something I I'm need to... I'm asking for your forgiveness. I only got one last word. And it comes from my heart. Right here. No, no, Mika. I'm the one that needs to be sorry. I once saw Bert Mary defy gravity at the MCG. Took an absolute screamer perched on the shoulder of the tallest ruckman the game has ever seen. He sprang up, grabbed the cherry, full stretch, and then landed, both feet firm on the turf, 
and took off. Put his head down, shoulders back, striding out, one bounce, 14 steps, second bounce, 14 steps, unbelievable grace and speed. And then he does a high diddle diddle with a torp 10 meters behind the 50, remarkable. He finished the match with a bag full of goals, eight goals. And I remember him being interviewed at the end, standing like a warrior, carrying his couple of bruised ribs, dislocated right index finger, fat lip cut above the left eye. I remember him saying, a lot goes on behind the game. That was Banned, written by Barbara Hostelek, starring Nadine Garner, Peter Horton and Nazari Dickerson. The series Single Room was produced by me, Fiona Pepper. It was recorded by AJ Bradford and sound engineer was Richard Gervin. The music was composed by James Brown. You've been listening to Fictions and I'll catch you next week. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.